Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this extra weekly episode of Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, or what we're calling DBQs. On DBQs, myself, comedian, writer, and occasional actor Dame Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, aka The Hizzer. Hello. I'm going to be delving into some of the things that have happened in this week's news. Yep, we like to dive into a news story, don't we, Dane? And this week, <laughs> it is a news story that. Familiar we, waters, though. As familiar like waters. Dive, we familiar like waters, but it, it, it would be a problem if we didn't cover the fact that there has been a new report commissioned by the Met Police. Uh, it was commissioned after. Uh, one of its officers abducted Sarah Everard. Um, and it is completely damning of this British institution. It, it is it's described as broken, rotten, uh, as a collapse of public trust, is guilty of institutional racism, misogyny and homophobia. Um, it actually says here that uh, just 50% of the public express confidence in the police. Um, it, 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 it is an damning indictment of something that I would suggest we uh, generally are brought up to believe in and rely on. Yes, I uh, would, for, just to add to uh, Howard's synopsis as well, this is the report that came from Baroness Casey, uh, which was, yes, very damning in terms of uh, the evaluation of the uh, police. Um, what's more troubling is that not only is the current uh, head of the Met Commissioner refusing to acknowledge the existence of this institutional racism, sexism and homophobia. But the Home Secretary, Swella Braverman, has also refused to address or acknowledge the existence of it and has claimed that the language used in this report is uh, too politically charged, hmm. which I think has only served to worsen the image that the police uh, are currently navigating en masse. Whereas historically, I think for a few marginalised groups within the UK, their complaints about uh, police corruption have fallen on deaf ears. Uh, for me, I guess this goes back to the uh, Great Awakening of 2020, where some moderate white people in general realised that, yeah, sometimes the police can be a little bit racist and be a little bit corrupt, despite the fact that uh, about 21 years prior, the McPherson report was released mm. uh, following the murder of Stephen Lawrence, where institutional racism... Uh, was first coined as a term, really, yeah, in the yeah. public sphere. Um, and this was created to describe the uh, police's actions in trying to uh, apprehend Stephen Lawrence's killer. Um, so for me, uh, do the math, I was a much younger man when the McPherson report came out and I paid very close attention to the acts of the police. And one of the things I definitely noticed was that uh, in no way did the police try to assuage any of the concerns from the black community as a result of the revelations of the McPherson report. In no way did they uh, try to assume any accountability mm -hmm. for the uh, points revealed by institutional racism within the report. And I think most troublingly, what the police did instead was attempted on several occasions to tie and discredit the one survivor of the racist hate attack 
on Stephen Lawrence, uh, Dwayne Brooks, mm. who is now, I believe, a uh, standing MP. Um, and what the police did instead was try to discredit uh, Dwayne Brooks by initially first falsely implicating him in a sexual assault case and then accusing him of carrying concealed weapons when he was working at a print shop. And um, this is just the tip of the iceberg for some of the dubious deaths we've seen of journalists and people that have spoken out against the police. Um, for a very long time, uh, the police, uh, along with the help of Murdoch-sponsored mafia, have been able to respond to accusations of institutional racism by uh, conflating blackness with criminality to the point where, following the release of the McPherson report, the police began their new initiative, Operation Trident, where they would monitor the flow of uh, guns within the black community, which I've always taken umbrage with because where is there a black community, number one, that you'd be able to monitor this en masse? Because there are very few, if any, London boroughs other than the northwest London borough of Brent which have a predominant black population, number one. Number two, there are no countries within the African continent or the Windward Islands or the Caribbean Islands which have their own domestic firearm industry. So I don't know how you can monitor the flow of firearms in the black community when there are no black countries or communities that make guns in the first place, apart from the Nerf gun and the Super Soaker that were made by Lonnie Johnson. And he didn't even get paid for those until recently anyway. We'll be back after this. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to the show. I think it's, it's uh, very deeply troubling. And again, the deep trouble for me comes from the fact that even though there's been another report that has been created impartially, and presented to the police by a white woman in the form of Baroness Casey, the police still refuse to even acknowledge it or use the same nomenclature, but are happy to use terms which have no factual basis, such as black-on-black crime, which is deeply troubling. But um, it's not surprising because you're living in an era of austerity. Law enforcement is an offshoot of the government. Its, its actual uh, origins and the etymology of the word police are rooted in policy. And their function as a force has been to enforce policy, in most cases, for the protection of property and resources of the elite. Mm. And maybe at a later date, due to uh, some socialist reforms, protecting us in society. But as I've said many times, it's uh, who watches the watchmen? Of course. If we, you know, the Independent Police Commission, I remember the last time... there was we're the, pointing out, just sorry, when you yeah. say that phrase, who watches the watchmen, I think it's important to say, 
generations, nobody. Yeah. That's what happened, right? And now we're picking up the pieces because, as you say, there's a awakening or however you want to phrase yeah, it. Yeah, there was a brief awakening. But 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 that but that brings me to the point that I think, you know, we can definitely blame the police, but I think the problem comes from society as a whole who gives over personal responsibility for their own self care and well being because there's this idea that we are able to pass these duties on to police officers who we've created this idea are predisposed to always observe morality in their conduct. And people need to understand within society, particularly now when we're in such a state of political flux in this part of the world, legality and morality are not the same thing. Law uh, is a function of policies being made by people from the political class, typically made to benefit them. So for example, if you lied to government about your taxes, and if you lied during lockdown, you would go to prison. Whereas now we're all seeing that our prime minister lied about these things and had parties. And you need to understand how much of an issue this is. Because when you are a political leader, there are two types of party that most people know of. One is the type of party where you throw your hands in the air and you wave them like you just don't care. And the other one is the political party where you assemble your cabinet and you discuss policies that will affect the rest of society at large. Boris Johnson had both of those in his fucking house. And he still lied about it, but he is not in prison. In the same way that now, if you attack a member of the LGBT plus community, rightfully, you will be apprehended and you may be tried and convicted of a hate crime. However, in the 60s, it was perfectly legal for somebody to do so if they saw two people of the same sex holding hands walking down the street or engage in a relationship, which goes to show you that the police at the time were happy to enforce such policies without questioning the morality of them. Now, we've had a lot of time pass within our society where we have looked the other way as we've seen a steady recession in our morality and in our accountability, particularly from our politically elected uh, representatives. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we have chose not to act upon these things has effectively, as far as I'm concerned, given law enforcement carte blanche to observe the same kind of amorality the same avoidance of accountability and essentially you get what you pay for and this is a social service that has seen massive funding cuts and what that means is that essentially just like with our politics as far as i'm concerned we've been scraping the bottom of the barrel for staff if in 1999 20 years ago you didn't address the issues then you know what that means if nobody got fired they got promoted which means whatever racial sexual or of homosexually regressive platitudes these people may have had have been able to thrive and be disseminated and transferred throughout law enforcement on a national basis and it's only served to empower it in the same way that by Donald Trump following a march with neo-Nazis saying that they are bad people and good people on both sides you have effectively empowered one of the most regressive ideologies from one of the most offensive and genocidal groups in human history to make a resurgence in the same way that if we are not going to punish criminals and we're not going to task our police with punishing crimes at the highest level of society with our where our elites are concerned then it is a given that that same level of corruption is going to pollute and permeate our law enforcement and make the people that are supposed to uphold the law feel like they are above the law and that's where we've got to that's where we've got to. And to be quite honest, it doesn't seem like we can sink much lower, but 
coming from a community where the rebuttal, when we have been outspoken about police brutality, has been, just comply, just comply. I'll say it again, as I said before. Sarah Everard complied. And where is she now? And before she was complying, the police officer responsible for her death was referred to as a rapist by his colleagues. But no one thought to take jo- that further. as well. Jokingly, we're, we're, yeah. They, they thought it was funny to oh, not, say that. Well, not only that, because of all of the race baiting done by right-wing media and Murdoch-owned media, the police allowed everyone to believe that they refused to investigate grooming gangs in places like Rotherham or Oldham with high Pakistani populations, allowed us to think that they aren't able to do their job properly because they are being hamstrung by supposed wokeness. Only for it to be revealed a few months ago that David Carrick, a police officer, is the, if not one of the, most prolific abusers of women in Britain's entire history. And what was his job again? Police officer. So if you have two of the biggest criminals, two of the most heinous criminals we've seen in the last five years, and they are a member of the institution that we give power over to, to uphold the law on the basis of Judeo-Christian fundamentals and morality, how effective do you think they're going to be at that job if some of the worst of us are among their ranks? And that is this week's DBQs. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste and myself, Howard Cohen. For more from Dane and myself, make sure you follow us on Instagram at DaneSnapTeast and at the Howard Cohen. You can now support us on Patreon. Just search DBQE Podcast and unlock ad-free content and you can watch the full-length video of the podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question for Dane, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram at DBQE Podcast and we could feature you in our next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything. Insanity Group.